0: Hey guys, I'm Marcus, and I'm Abel, and we are Two Men and a Romance Novel. Hello guys, welcome to Two Men and a Romance Novel, I am Marcus.
1: And I'm Abel.
0: And we are here with
1: Reminders you. of Him. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Just so you guys are familiar with how this works, we read the first and the last chapter, and nothing in between, and we have to fill
1: in what happened. Yep, we will be making fun of the book to some degree. This is not any reflection on the author or their work. Obviously, we don't know enough about this book to even make any sort of statement on how good the book is. We, said we only read the first and last chapters, but we encourage you, if you know what you hear from the first and last chapter sounds good go ahead and pick up the book yourself and read it off then you can also see how close we were or more likely how wildly wildly wrong we were
0: oh yeah we're gonna be way off and yeah guys please please go support these authors they do an amazing job and so to kick it off we start in chapter one and our our main character here is looks like fresh out of prison. No, sorry, pre- fresh out of a halfway house. Yes, they had finished prison. They had finished their halfway house and they are now living in a really sketchy apartment that they're paying five fifty a month, which for a five hundred square foot apartment is honestly a little bit of a ripoff for what she's getting. But then again, I don't know the town. I don't know this whole place. So she has to do first and last month's rent. She gets told by the landlady, which kind of tells you how sketchy this place is. Is I'll give you your first month of electric free if you take a kitten, because I have
1: too many kittens. Yeah. Before this, she had been riding in a taxi to this town, and she had had the taxi driver pull off alongside a road to where there was a road, one of those crosses that are stuck alongside the road with someone's name on it. Scotty. Scotty. Yes. Scotty was the say, name. Yeah, it did actually on, say Scotty. Yeah. And she removes this roadside memorial. According to her, Scotty had explicitly stated life. how much he thought they were kind of silly. She knows or knew who this person was.
0: Somehow connected to her death because it does state that she pled guilty just to not have to hear the details of the trial. Yeah, which like she had, a, she must have had a terrible public defender or lawyer. <laughs> the, the the admittedly like this this girl, I, I'm assuming this is a manslaughter charge because she only had maybe six years, seven years. But besides the, the point, so she she pled guilty, served her sentence, and it comes in at the very end of the chapter when she's trying to name this kitten that she had apparently had a child in prison who was not with her. So I'm assuming the child was put up for adoption. Or is I think, think not currently in the picture?
1: Yeah. Well, I think, and that actually segues well into the last chapter, Kenna, which is our, our main character. She is back at this spot where the Roadside Memorial was, and she unbuckles Diem, which is her, her daughter, n- named after the phrase Carpe Diem. And so she is there with her and I'm assuming her new beau named Ledger and it's kind of implied that Scotty, the guy that had been hit, or who for who the roadside memorial was, is DM's dad. And I think that is also implied that she had been staying with his mom while Kenna was in prison. But basically, the way the last chapter goes is they're putting the roadside memorial back in, and Kenna tells DM that it's to make Scotty's mom happy again. And then DM wishes for a younger sibling. And then Ledger kind of gives her the side of like, hey, I'd be okay with that. And then it ends with, and I'll give a little bit of a quote because it ties into the title, Reminders of Him. Music still makes me think of Scotty, but thinking of Scotty no longer makes me sad. Now that I've forgiven myself, the reminders of him only make me smile.
0: Which is that, that's really sweet. Like, yeah, I have no idea how this character progression came along. But honestly, that's a beautiful mirror just from the first to last chapter. Mm-hmm. But now we get to speculate what happened throughout this
1: whole thing. Yeah. I think to do that, we need to establish the backstory a bit on who she is and who Scotty was. We're giving hints that Scotty loved music. And clearly had loved her yes. at some point. because,
0: Or at least they did a little bit of
1: something-something because something, she has a yeah. kid
0: with him. Yeah. Kid previously. I, guess, I guess it's still with him, technically, even though he's dead.
1: Yeah, she had his kid. Yeah, okay. And there was obviously some sort of emotional connection because she felt really guilty. And I think throughout the course of the book is figuring out how to come to terms with the fact that she is, at, to some degree, at fault for his death, guilt of that. Which, so.
0: side note, I come into romance novels thinking it's going to be like some kind of laissez-faire, a little happy-go-lucky, you know, some kind of meet in the very first chapter where she like they may not get along and it's enemies to lovers. This one starts like the freaking movie of Up.
1: like just straight up
0: depression and you're like whoa okay um well I'm sad now
1: depression but also a bit of like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna survive on my own though Trying to make a life for myself in the city where he used to live, just me and this kitten that I didn't want, but I'm taking so I can get my electricity for free for this month.
0: Okay, I'd take that deal, though. I'd, I'd, you know, If fair. my landlord walked up and said, hey, do you want a kitten for free electric for a month? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd do that.
1: Fair, honestly, fair.
0: But to, to put into context, she did not want the kitten. She expressed that she did not want the kitten, and the only reason she is taking the kitten is for the free electric. Yep. And so, at the end of the book, she did promise her kid, instead of having a sibling, to try and kind of avoid the awkward conversation of, where do babies come from? We'll get you a kitten to, to go
1: with the kitty. Yeah. And also, I think she's just, at the end of the book, not ready for another kid. I mean, I can't blame her, but. Yeah. Because I think between the beginning and the end of the book, assuming that she meets the love interest close to the beginning, there's five months. Because it says that she has only known Ledger Ledger. for five months.
0: My curiosity is, did she actually meet him in the beginning? Because she said he's only known him for five months. So I wonder how much of the book is her discovering herself Mm -hmm. and then probably having a one-night fling or what she thought would be a one night fling with Ledger to have that you know moment of freedom. I am I can do what I want, and then him turning out to be a nice guy. Mm-hmm. It could be. Yeah, we could go with that. I mean, it's up we can we can have two separate theories here. Ooh, parallel universes. <laughs> yeah. One hey, one of us could be dead on the money. The other one could be completely wrong. We'll never know. Nope. So theoretically, by this point, we're we're at Schrodinger's story. (laughs) We're both right and we're both wrong. Exactly. So, okay, I want to hear out your story, that he's there from the beginning, and then I want to see how much it'll match up to my story.
1: All right. I think that moving into this new town, Ledger is already there and is somewhat established in the community. Okay, so you think he's a respectable member? Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I get because my guess is she comes in as the outsider, the ex-con who is trying to set herself back up, but people are still going to be suspicious of her because she's an ex-con and if they don't know what she was in for or story behind why she was in then they're not going to trust her. Part of the story could also be her showing ledger that hey, I am a good person despite what my record would say Okay, or okay. imply. I think that they meet, he is doing part of a band, and he's doing a gig in a bar that she goes to one night, and it talks about how music is painful for her she goes to this gig, automatically she doesn't like him because he's reminding her of a painful part of her history, and then he meets her, and you know, she's been to talk around town, that kind of stuff And so he kind of has an idea of who she is. And so they don't like each other at first. I think that's how they meet. And then they just have a couple of more meetings throughout the course of the book where they're forced to interact and kind of realize, oh, I shouldn't have been so hard on him just because he was unintentionally causing association with a painful part of my past. And he's like, oh, just because she's got a criminal record doesn't mean she's a bad person. And especially once he learns the story that it was accidental and she just pled guilty because she just couldn't face the facts that she had run over this guy that she had cared immensely about
0: a terrible lawyer
1: yeah and a terrible lawyer i think that's how they met
0: okay so you also think that how scotty died was a, some kind of hit and run from her
1: i think so i think it's somewhat implied to be that way either a hit and run or she hit him maybe she was drunk driving although she wouldn't have been able to plead innocent if that was the case and she said she pled guilty basically just to avoid the details that she would have had to listen to but it also implies that she could have done something to save him. So I think that maybe she hit him, but delayed in calling 911 because she kind of freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, I hit him. And then, oh my gosh, he's dead. And then left. Yeah, cause cause she, the, didn't...
0: she did She say, well, I guess you weren't dead because you yeah. had to crawl. At least from the perspective that we've got from the first chapter even. She thought he was dead yeah. on sight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a counter theory.
1: All right, counter me.
0: I, I think I think you're right. It, it, it's obviously vehicular. I think she crashed the car. I don't think it was a... I think he was riding with her.
1: Because oh. at the
0: very end, she says it was something about the radio. I think they were fighting... Her and Scotty were fighting over the radio. She didn't pay attention, wound up crashing, which is reckless driving. Okay. And I, I think that's what she pled guilty to, is reckless driving and unintentional manslaughter because he died in the car. And uh,
1: she just kind of dipped after he...
0: Well, I mean, in fairness, if you're freaking out, you just got hit hit with shell shock and the fact that she only got six years Mm -hmm. makes me think that it's probably in in danger driving and they put the manslaughter charge on the back burner and basically said after six years you made parole time sir Mm -hmm. okay That's my running theory. Now, I could be wildly wrong, but at least that's what I'm seeing is Mm -hmm. it it pairs together with why she has a safe playlist at the very end. So just for context for the listeners here, at the very end, she turns on the radio and leans on Ledger she said it's the first time she has ever listened to the radio and not the safe playlist that ledger has made for Mm -hmm. her meaning that there's songs that will definitely trigger her and just listening to the radio in general is dangerous but there's certain songs that she's okay with listening.
1: (laughs) what if those what if those songs were ledger's (laughs) mixtape
0: i mean essentially it might have been yeah
1: like you've never heard this music before because it's my jams.
0: Okay. I think she doesn't meet Ledger at least for the first quarter of the book. Okay. I think she she gets established. She has to go to find these places. I think Ledger is a work colleague. Okay. And I think that she finally finds a job and he's the annoying guy, you know, annoyingly sweet guy that you eventually learn to love Mm -hmm. because the quote unquote, he sees past my flaws character and kind of just pulls her out. I I think he's a a colleague that he meets and he thinks she's cute and just kind of is, is a pester at first, and then slowly becomes the sweetheart that she falls in love with.
1: Okay, all right, I like that. I can roll with that as well. I think we need to also discuss Diem because she, I, my guess is throughout the throughout the story, she is living with her grandma, Scotty's mom. And I, my guess is that, especially if it was like a reckless driving thing, yep, or even if it's manslaughter, even is. Either way, yeah, she's not going to want Kenna to be around DM much. It's your fault. My son's dead. You should have been more careful. You weren't responsible enough to take care of her then, and I'm not going to trust you with her now. So I think that there was some winning over of Scotty's mom on her part. In order to be able to get custody back of DM. Well, and clearly she does
0: that by the end of the book. Yes. She has DM with yes. Ledger. I, I, I totally agree. I wonder if. See, I think it's. Personally, I think it's Ledger that pushed her to. I think when she was facing her demons, and that's just because I'm running with the Ledger is the nice guy theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Ledger pushed her into being like, hey, you're not as reckless as you think you are. You made a mistake. Something happened. Accidents happen. Mm-hmm. And that does not make you any less of a person. Also, it makes it really hard to kind of guess. We're guessing like six years, but it's real hard because they don't give DM's age in the first or last chapter. Yeah. She's able to have full conversations with some kind of level of understanding. Mm-hmm. Like she, she asked mom, like, Oh, babies are made when you go and get an egg from a store. Yes. So she has like that kind of understanding that there's an egg involved and then mommy's tummy and like things like that. She has this understanding. That's why I'm guessing she was at, at least in jail for a few years in the halfway house for like six is because that's what I'm guessing is DM's age. Yeah.
1: And I think, Yeah, because I think she carried DM while she was in jail. Said, and so that's nine months. Yeah. And so it. And is I it, think I being, think they said it had been six years from when she went in to when she got out. If I remember right, I could be misremembering that, but that sounds right to me as well. Which we would put DM at about five. Yeah, five or six. Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm I'm assuming the whole course of this, she's probably taken a few months. I'm saying six on the the heavy end of that, yeah. and that's that's why we're we're doing a lot of this. It, it's a lot of guesswork when mm-hmm. you have very limited context. Yes. So running with the theory that in my theory that he is a good guy and he's pushing her to it. I think that's why she she wound up going to see her mother. You've also presented the theory of if he is this... I'm going to go with a wild theory on your timeline. Okay. What if it was Kenna... Kenna is the name of the grandma, right? I think...
1: Kenna is the name of the main character.
0: Kenna's, you're right. The grandma. I don't think we actually know her name.
1: It, but I don't remember it.
0: Yeah. So Scotty, Scotty's mom, I, what if she was the one that reaches out to Ooh. Kenna and is, Hey, look, I know you messed up, but... I think this child in your life is going to be mm-hmm. be a, a real blessing.
1: Yeah. And also, she needs her mother as well. Have a mother be so close and to not reach out would be hard for a child. I think that, that grandma also realizes, hey, she needs her mother in her life if she can. And also, it would be good for Kenna to have that, that responsibility. And that connection, someone dependent on her that she can kind of put above herself, to a degree.
0: Which probably started with the the whole kitten Mm -hmm. thing Mm. of, ah, crap, I have to find a job now because I'm now responsible for keeping something else alive (laughs) other than myself.
1: Yes, which is always a terrifying thought, but on a smaller scale with animals and then I'm sure it'll just hit me like a stack of bricks once I have kids of my own on an even greater level. <laughs> oh, and I'm sure she,
0: she absolutely, like, it, it was kind of ingrained in that first chapter, which gotta say, the character work in this first chapter w- was immensely tight, because mm-hmm. you get from the, she is just trying to plant her feet, yeah. and she already feels like a failure. She's lost who she thinks is the love of her life. she has lost child, she has lost all semblance of control of her life, mm-hmm. and her first step is to go find a crappy apartment and just try and get a normal job, when she's already starting off with the, I'm now a convicted felon, so... I am already on my back foot with starting with that. Yeah. And the funny part is, is I think running with your timeline, if Ledger is one of the band guys, I think she probably runs away from the grandma to Ledger and just tries to hook up with him to escape reality for a bit. Hmm.
1: Hmm. That's interesting.
0: And I'm running with like two separate timelines. One is basically Kenna is really shaken up and self-absorbed. And the other one where she's just really timid and just beating herself up because I think the one with Ledger she has to, she keeps going to Ledger in the nice timeline, it's like talking about evil twins Which was our last book. <laughs> yeah. But, so, it, with the good twin, I think that Ledger, like, she keeps going back to Ledger, falls in love with him because he's a good influence. Mm-hmm. And I think that he becomes a good influence
1: on either way, because that's yeah. always
0: how it goes. The bad boy always turns yeah. good. Yeah, and
1: even even in my time when he wasn't, like, a bad guy, he was just, he was there and just yes. caused a negative, a negative reaction from her, unintentionally. Through no fault of his own.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the interesting dichotomy of, it could be very well, it's a bit of both, Mm -hmm. and both timelines should be together, but we're like, no, I must separate them. They cannot exist in the same area or time and space will explode. I
1: will compartmentalize.
0: Like, I will not accept that she is both a good and flawed character. No, she is either working towards good or she is escaping life until she finally accepts it.
1: Who needs nuance?
0: Right? Who needs good characters? <laughs> I just want, I want my characters two-dimensional and easy to swallow, just like candy. It's bad for me, and I want it to escape.
1: <laughs> That's what I look for in a good book from a good author.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> she clearly has at least... The relationship with Ledger gets physical at some point. mm mm-hmm. Because... When when her daughter's like, I want a sibling, I wish her for a sibling, her immediate thought is Don't you freaking dare. I've just known Ledger for five months. Yeah. So there's like at least some semblance of like, Oh, this could happen. Mm-hmm. So she at least has like that kind of a level of like she probably she probably stooped him at one point yeah. just for he probably let her move in. On the good timeline I see him as letting her move in to recoup. Things escalated as they have a nice romantic Oh, hey, I misjudge you, you misjudge me, let's yeah. move on. In the dark timeline, I think she did it just to be like, I do not want to accept my face with the, with this kid,
1: mm-hmm. or just I want to get out of this crappy apartment into right. his nicer apartment house studio apartment. I don't know <laughs> whatever. Anything
0: got. that is not just a
1: couch and a kitchen. Yeah, and a bathroom which barely has room for the toilet and bathtub. So
0: like a Japanese apartment.
1: Yeah, something bigger than that.
0: So and then. I guess the the hardest part for me to to place is healing process Mm. is because clearly she comes to terms with his death. Yeah. Which I think happens in the way that she actually has visited the crash site
1: Mm. and she gets
0: the police report. She relives what happened and comes to terms with it was an accident. And that's that's why in my head it was her and Scotty fighting over the The Radio. The radio. Yeah. Just like everybody you hear who has Mm -hmm. gotten into a wreck with having a text or having taken their eyes off the road for one minute or was on a call, they blame themselves because I could have waited a minute.
1: Why didn't I just leave my phone down? Why didn't I wait to take that call? They just call them back later in the mirror. Oh yeah, there's a hundred percent guilt. Even if you don't, even if it's not something like that. I know I've heard of like you know survivorship guilt, where why did I live when this person died? That's not fair. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's survivor's guilt. With no, she, with, with her not. Yeah, she very much blames herself for his death, mm-hmm, which 100%. makes me think they were fighting over the radio, which yeah. which she or, feels selfish.
1: Or they were fighting over something else, and the radio was just a proxy through which it you happened. Know, yeah. yeah, they were already arguing. Maybe. Ooh. 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 Ooh, okay, 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 Lay it on me. So, right before this car drive in which Scotty dies, or do you, even during this car ride during, when which Scotty dies, is when she told him that she was pregnant.
0: Oh, wait, because that could also make her the passenger and having distracted
1: him. Mm-hmm. I, I still like her being the driver, but... Okay. But, tells him... Either he's freaking out about. I think it either goes. One, one, one of them wants, wants to keep, to keep it. it, the other doesn't want. Pregnant. I thought you were on a pill, or you know, we were being safe. And she's. I don't know. It's not my. I was doing everything. So either they're fighting over like should we keep it or should we not, or they're just fighting over how the crap did this happen. Had kind of that fight, and then that's where the radio comes in. Where here's one of them. Would you turn that stupid freaking radio off? It's like no, you know another fight. Just because when you're mad at each other, you want to yeah. fight about anything, no matter if it's stupid or not. Like the stupid radio. During that is when car the accident crash, the car crashes. And so then she goes to jail and she has to carry so not only is she feeling guilty cause, hey, she's in uh, jail about that she's also carrying a kid which is like a constant reminder like this is what we were fighting with. And I think that could also affect her healing process with DM as she has to...
0: Oh dang!
1: Because that, that... the book's called Reminders of Him like DM becomes a reminder of him and she's like how do I disassociate you from the guilt that I feel about being responsible for his death because I need to be a good mother and I'm struggling to be a good mother to you because I'm blaming myself over his death and you were the discussion that ha- that that we were having when he died.
0: Man, what this book I know. <laughs> Which is hilarious cuz the last book we had started with oh he's hot and ended with oh my god why are there so many bodies. <laughs> ah! yes. But this then, one yeah. this one's like a real emotional journey I know. of what's going yeah. on. So so she starts getting on her feet. I think I think Ledger gets her a good job. Mm-hmm. I think after she moves in. I think Ledger
1: or even before she moves in. Yeah. You know, if they if they I I kind of like your idea of they they're becoming they become they become friends and he helps her get on her feet. I'm sure at some point during the book they fight because romance fights.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, that that's the but, main plot point in any romantic comedy Yeah, is the, the random breakup for no apparent reason.
1: Yeah, and maybe it's just like she starts to get serious and she's like she starts, you know a PTSD type thing where she's close to someone. Uh, kind of a, re- a reactive attachment disorder thing where she's I can't get close to you because I've lost someone that was close to me before and so she lashes out at him and causes that breakup.
0: And then I see, cause I at least by the last chapter this dude was patient enough to drive up to a spot and just sit and wait mm-hmm. and let her have her moment. So I just see this guy as being really like, yeah. sweet and patient. Yeah, And just, what do you need? How do we fix this? How do we work together? I don't see him as the... he. He's not your stereotypical, I am big buff, no. I will protect you. Come here, I will take you. Like, yeah. He seems the... Almost like a real person, honestly. Of he's really no, like, caring. No,
1: We've already said we can't. Have you're right. A three you're three right.
0: Character. I, I cannot
1: accept a three-dimensional <laughs> character. I. Um, you're right. He is only two-dimensional. But no, I agree with you. I think that while she lashes out and tries to break them up, he doesn't let her, and that's why they end up. He's willing to. I'm not going to say accept that, but he's willing to work with her through it. Work with her through the whole, I know you've lost someone that's close to you, or that was close to you, and this is why you're lashing out. I'm staying, and I'm going to work with you on
0: that. Why do I feel like, and this is just in the back of my head, the cat is the one to all. I feel like the the through line is the cat. Like, the cat somehow... I wonder if she meets oh gosh, revising how she meets him for the okay. 700 times. All right, they, all right. <laughs> the cat starts to run to like some ran like somewhere else. Mm. She has to go meet him and he's, "Oh, hey, sorry. Is this your cat?" Kind of like the whole dog scene in 101 Dalmatians, but hey, this is your cat. And she's going, "Yeah, that's my cat." And
1: he's like, "Do you not want your cat?" No, not really, but it's paying my electric bill, so <laughs>
0: Man, that'd be a heck
1: of a conversation. I know. <laughs>
0: your electric so, What? You took a random cat to pay your... Alright then.
1: Are you are you okay? Do you need a job? <laughs> yeah. <Did> you-
0: <laughs> your cat's paying electric bill. Do you need a... I'm running with this timeline now. So The cat runs out. He gets picked up by ledger. The cat's paying the electric bill. And he says, do you need a job? This, this is how it all starts. The mm-hmm. cat gets her a job. Yes. Because she the cat runs the ledger. Yes. She has to pay her electric bills with
1: <laughs> the cat. Yes. <laughs> and then throughout the story, the cat... It- and more seriously, the cat, I think, throughout the story becomes a kind of a mirror of her relationship with Diem as she learns to be maternal on a, a scaled down version with this cat, a relationship that has a lot of stakes. And then that it kind of mirrors her growing and starting to feel she can be a good mother to Diem.
0: And I think part of the the healing process that involves the grandma involves that putting that cross back up because mm. clearly the grandma doesn't know that she's the one that took it down. Yeah. Or if she does, she doesn't know that she's going to put it back up. Mm-hmm. I think she learns that she's the one that took it down, and it starts a fight with the grandma mm. of just how could you have done this? You've disre- you've not only killed my son, but you disrespected his yeah. grave.
1: And then she's like, "Well, he didn't like it, anyways," and and the grandma's like, "But I did. It reminded me of." Oh, and there's the title oh of the book my again. Gosh. Let's
0: go. <laughs> Boom. Ah, okay. That's, that's-
1: and that's why she puts it back up in the. In the end, because for Grandma, you do things for the people that you care about, even though it's not necessarily what you want. And so I'm doing this for Grandma because it's important to her, and Scotty would want what's important to her as well.
0: I think that's, to end this. Yeah. I think that's the storyline. That's it. That that has six branching and all kind of – it's a pick-your-own storybook, guys. Yeah. Um, you flip to page 32 if you want to start this way. You flip to page 55 <laughs> if you want to start this way. It's a really interesting book. Like you we, guys should pick it up.
1: Yeah, I'm. Oh man, there's part of me that's like did to go and read it, but then there's another part of me that's, man, what if it's not as emotionally deep as we Yeah, I'm like sure, what, what I, if I'm sure read it, it up... is. I'm because she's a professional author. I don't remember if we said who the author was. Uh, the author is Colleen Hoover. Um, she's obviously a great author. I'm sure the story was. Oh, she's really better. popular, and she and that's probably for good reason. So her story was probably way better than anything we could come up with. Go check it out. I enjoyed our our multiverse of reminders of him.
0: That was that was the most path I think we're gonna get on a book for a while. <laughs> I don't think they all start this heavy. That was that started so no, heavy. It was
1: it started heavy, but it was really I I enjoyed the bookend, kind of like the bookends of it. We started and ended in the same place, and it left us a lot to work with. And I think that's why we ended up with so many branching passes because it left us so much room to work with. And I I really enjoyed that. All right, Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed.
0: And if if you enjoy this, next week it's gonna be the Spanish love deception by what can you pronounce her name? I know Elena I'm Armas. Elena Armas. Thank you. I knew I was gonna butcher that.
1: That's right. I I can do a fake Spanish accent it just means like soccer. So <laughs>
0: hey, thank you guys so much. And once again, go check out all of these books. They are gonna be probably ten thousand times better than what we come up with. And hey, just let us know how close we got to. Yeah. Thank you guys again.